Well, last night, I was with our confirmation class. They're at a camp in Wisconsin, in Amory, Wisconsin, called Waba something, or Wobble something. Anyway, um, so I offered Mass for them last night. We had a great time. But I noticed when I crossed the bridge into Hudson, I started to get this very fuzzy feeling in my heart. Does that happen to you when you cross over into Wisconsin? No, I suppose not. Okay. I guess that's just me. The gospel that we just heard from Mark. Let's see, I thought I had that marked here. Here it is. Okay. All right. In those days, after the tribulation, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven. And then we go back and connect it to the prophet Daniel, where he says, And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness shall be like the stars forever. At this time of the year, when we draw near to the feast of Christ the King, the church gives us these readings from the Bible that are part of what we call apocalyptic literature. Usually the readings have to do with the end of an era or the end of time, marked by a period of tribulation and distress. There's a, a battle between good and evil, between light and darkness, and the sending of a great deliverer. And while these readings touch upon these things, and they speak about signs on earth and in the heavens, the word apocalypse is a beautiful word which actually means to pull back the veil. Something is revealed or disclosed. And in order to understand the meaning of these readings for our life right now today, let's first understand what they meant for the period and the time of Christ. Ever since the beginning, people have used the sun during the day and the moon and the stars at night to navigate their way, to guide them. Israel, in its call and election by God, was meant to be a light, a city on a hill, in order, in being a light to all the nations, to gather all people to God. This is what they were called to do and to be. By receiving God's wisdom through the laws given through Moses, Jerusalem was to be the center with its temple 
the place where God's light would radiate out to other people into other hearts. And the way this was symbolized in the temple in Jerusalem, there was a veil that surrounded the Holy of Holies. And embroidered on that veil were stars, the constellation of stars. And also in the temple was the menorah, those seven candlesticks that were always lit. And they represented the sun, the moon, and the five known planets at that time. Science discovered a few more later on. And so to the Israelites, the temple and the city of Jerusalem was was considered the center of the universe, the point at which heaven and earth came together. And this was their calling to be like the sun, to be like the moon and the stars, to be this light in the world, as I mentioned earlier, in order to gather all the nations to God, to the wisdom of God, and to right and true praise of the one true God. Because of her sins and her infidelity, the light of Israel was going out. Like stars falling from the sky, like the dimming of the sun and the moon, the light of the world was going out. And whenever this happens, whenever people stop turning to God for light to form their conscience in order to know how to live and what decisions to make, whenever people stop doing this, it always results in a period of tribulation because the light is meant to push the darkness back. But when the light starts to grow dim, the darkness gets stronger. What was the world to do? So God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, and by His life, by His death, and by His resurrection, this was a moment of revelation. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And what happened at the moment of his death? The scriptures say that there was an earthquake. The sky was darkened, hiding the light of the sun. And the temple veil, the veil in the temple was torn from top to bottom. That veil with the stars, the constellation of stars. Since the light of Israel had gone out, God sent His Son.
to be forever and always the one and only light of the world. And this light revealed, first of all, that Jesus Christ was sent and through his death and resurrection is now the one true sovereign king of the universe. He is now the center of all history. And what that unveils is the choice of every single person in the world with regard to Christ. All throughout history, circumstances and events, situations and daily life unveil our hearts and help us to realize what is my status? What is my choice with with regard to Jesus Christ? Is Jesus truly my King? Where is my heart? Where is my treasure? Around what does my life truly turn? Is it Jesus Christ? Or have I made a false God of the pleasures, the possessions, or the power of the world? And all these daily unveilings that expose the truth of my heart are to prepare the whole world for the final unveiling. When all will be gathered before God at the end of the world and the secrets of all hearts will be revealed and the choice that you and I have made will be as clear as the light of day. And this will disclose the eternal destinies of every single person. Those who will live eternally with God and those who will live eternally without God. And so it says in the Gospel of Mark that when the Son of Man comes, He will send out His angels. Angel means messenger. He first sends out His apostles, His disciples, who have opened their hearts to the light of Christ. And now they become the light of the world, the new stars, like the sun and the moon. We, the church, are sent out in order to be that light, in order to show how people are to live, the way to God and eternal life. And if our light goes out, the darkness becomes greater. As the, as the, as the, the increase of people and even Christians today who are not seeking the light from God or the church to form their conscience 
and to guide their decisions, this is going to lead to further distress and tribulation. We are going to see a greater breakdown of marriage and family life and many other things. And this is why Jesus needs us to send us out and be that light and to be part of the gathering, the gathering of all people to Christ and his church and kingdom. And now Jesus comes to us in the Eucharist. Jesus, the light of the world, because he wants to walk with us today, tomorrow, and the next, to guide us every step to be the light that leads us straight to God. Amen? Amen.